This is Success Beyond the Score, giving insights and tips to help you learn how to build your music career from the best in the field by Millicent Stevenson. Millicent is a multi-award winning saxophonist and endorser of Harry Hartman's Fiber Reads. She is currently serving on the Executive Committee of the Musicians' Union. With over 40 years experience in the creative industry, Millicent has honed her performance and business skills. She provides personal development training and coaching via her online platform, successbeyondthescore.com. Hello, I'm Millicent Stevenson, and I'm happy to bring you another episode of Success Beyond the Score. This podcast is to help you learn how to build your music career from the best in the field. At the time of this recording, we are so close to the end of the year, I wanted to look back at some reflections about that critical event that marked 2020 and 2021, the coronavirus pandemic. It was a devastating blow for humankind at all levels that is still taking a toll to this day. Yet, it was also a moment of crisis that allowed us to think differently about what we were doing and what we really wanted. How did it go in the music industry? What is the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on independent, DIY or signed musicians? Today we're going to hear true stories and true experiences. Let's listen to Anna Brooks, Tony Bean, Louise Dengate, Dan Whitehouse, Abigail Kelly and Ruby Turner, MBE. They're going to tell us about the hardships, the opportunities, the good and the bad. Please be aware, these interviews happen during different moments of the pandemic, so the outlook of the guests might vary. Also, all of these conversations took place over Zoom, which means you might hear a difference in sound quality between the intro and the recordings. Without further ado, here are my guests. How has it been for you as a full-time musician? Um, What have you done to sort of navigate this very choppy time? Um, Built this studio. (laughs) It's amazing how many musicians have built recording studios in their gardens during this time. You know, if if you're a a, a touring musician, you're on the road all the time. You don't get that much time at home. And, you know, we've, we've really needed a distraction during these times, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, this is one thing that, that, that we have done. Um, This recording studio was actually in the jewelry quarter in, in Birmingham. And so the entire music studio has moved to a a building in our back garden now, which is, it's absolutely amazing. It's fantastic. So that has been one thing that if you can say there's a positive of the whole situation, Mm. um, that is one thing um, that is a positive because I don't know when we've we've wanted to do this before and we've spoken about it, but we've never actually had the time Mm. to, to do it because we've not been around enough. Um, So that's, that's one thing. Um, Positive. Um, (laughs) Lots of negatives. Lots of negative. I mean, it's been devastating. It breaks my heart. It really, really breaks my heart. Mm. Um, You know, I know so many musicians who have been unable to work. Um, You know, musicians are um, driving taxis and um, supermarket deliveries and delivering pizzas. And, you know, they're not able Mm. to do 
what they what they love they're not able to you know they're not able to work and i i haven't done anything else um which is partly a conscious decision because i don't know maybe this will come back to bite me but i don't feel like i should i mm. think musicians should be supported um not retrained <laughs> yeah, yeah um without meaning to get political you know um so i've been um able to practice more extensively for the first time in a long time which has been great yeah um but i've not been able to work and i've just watched you know venues close and my entire diary this would have been my first year um my full year touring with um Jules Holland and the band mm. and um after the little tour that I did with the six piece band um in March I actually came back from the tour with COVID-19 in in March um and um haven't obviously haven't played with the band since then I've really really missed the interaction with other musicians and I know that's something that musicians have really missed as well and a lot of people's mental health has suffered as well as their income being absolutely devastated I yeah. mean you know yeah. really really devastated which has also has also happened to us yeah. um but I'm hopeful that maybe next year maybe not early but maybe all of the gigs that have been postponed um you know until sort of summer and onwards next year will happen um I had a really had quite um quite a moment recently um just a few days ago when we were um rehearsing with Jules and the band and um it's very odd playing at two and a half meters away from everybody. So, because yeah. as wind, as wind instrumentalist and and vocalist, we have to be two and a half meters away. So, mm. playing in a socially distanced environment is 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 quite tricky and quite challenging um, as well. Um, and you know, everyone was really happy to see their band members, but of course, no one can give anyone a hug. Yeah. So, all you want yeah. to do is, you know, hu hug each other. Yeah. Um, but there was a really, there was a really beautiful moment, um, actually, when um, Ruby Turner came in and rehearsed a piece that she was doing and, well, not rehearsed, she doesn't need to rehearse, she just comes in and sings. <laughs> She's just amazing. And um, the whole band, after mm. she sang, there was, a, there was just an amazing vibe that I think everyone had missed a connection you know a musical connection that mm. that we absolutely thrive on as as musicians because we we you know we do it because it's our passion it's not a job it's an absolute passion for me it's a passion it's a calling mm. and ruby came and sang and there was such uh, it was like electricity i know it sounds like a cliche but you could really really feel it and you could really feel that people had missed that and uh, and we stopped and it went absolutely quiet at the end and i I, I completely teared up you know oh, I thought this is this yeah. is what this is what we do you know yeah, I could feel yeah. it I could feel it in my heart and yeah. I'd missed it so much I'd missed uh, you know that like I say that non-verbal communication it's a feeling with music it's something you can't express in words and that's why it's such an amazing thing and that's why music appeals to so many people that's why it speaks to the soul because you don't have to articulate it you feel it and yeah. It was quite a moment and I looked around and I don't think I was the only one who was a little bit yeah. teary-eyed. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe in everything you've just said there. And I, and I often think, why doesn't the government do something to allow music and the arts 
to yeah. be active during this time because it would make so many people better and well and we need fighting more, yeah. fit you know what I mean we, absolutely we need, we absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah we need we need we do need more support um you know we we got another self-employed income support yep. scheme grant but not everyone's eligible for that and you know it, it's great to have that but we need to get back to work in a socially distanced way and mm. I don't feel like enough is being done you know there's a lot of talk about the hospitality sector and and mm. and of course you know the, the, um, I have you know my, my sympathies is with them as well yeah. um, but we haven't been able to work at all it's yeah. not just a case of in and out of lockdown and you know restaurants and yeah. and um, places have been able to work a little and I know it's been terrible for them as well but we haven't been able to work at all and I feel like there was an initial bit of noise about the plight of the arts and the music industry um, when we first went into lockdown. But I feel like we've been a bit forgotten since then. Yeah. Because we're still here and we're still not able to work. Yeah, you it's, know? Um, it's um, without trying to get too political, but I, I do yes, think that... apologies. The, I know, I mean, not for you, it's all for me. I could say a lot on this sub subject. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think the government's got this bit wrong. And yeah. you know what? Musicians Union are speaking to the government. They are oh, knocking on doors yes. and they are doing things. But... The government yeah. have got to start listening. I think they're they're more yeah. interested in telling us to keep quiet, stay in your houses, and lock your doors. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. that human contact and music is so important. It, yeah, it, there, yeah. There's so much research out there to prove what music and art, dance, poetry, paintings, everything. It, it, there's so much out there to prove how much it does for us as a human beings. Absolutely. To one side, but. Absolutely. Okay. And I have to say, I am a Musicians Union member and the Musicians Union, you know, I've been they, they've been great in keeping everybody informed and 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 in the financial support that they have given as well. And um, yes, I'm a, I'm a I'm yeah. very grateful to the Musicians Union. I've been a Musicians Union member since I was well. I won't say that. How long, how long is that now? 30 years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 30 years, I mean. And um, they have helped me, really, really helped me out yeah. when, when I've needed it. So yeah. um, at various times in my career, so I'm very grateful. Now, listen, it's, it's lockdown, it's COVID, tier one, two, three, all that kind of stuff. How have you coped during that time as a full-time um, musician, producer, you know, what's been the impact to your business and how are you surviving? It's more remote stuff that we've been doing. So we've, I've been able to do uh, more remote recordings in terms of people sending um, tracks in to be mixed, mastered, um, and also doing voice voiceover stuff, which is just single person stuff mm. um, that we've been able to do. And also as well, I've been able to get some writing done, which mm. has been good. So I've been able to spend some time writing, um, which helps because, again, I'm trying to build up my song portfolio, as it were, my publishing portfolio. So that's helped as well. Yeah. So it sounds like, although lockdown and COVID has been not good for many people, death mm. or whatever, in mm. some ways it's moved your business in a slightly different direction. You've had to find different yeah. ways to survive. Yeah. Do you think it's because you've built up a strong base that you were able to sort of um, divert at this time? Or is it just being luck or God instance? Or what, what, do, what do you think has been the thing that's allowed you to still survive during really difficult times when the industry is really saying it's being contracted, it's been different things are shut down, theatres aren't happening, this ain't happening. What, are the, what do you think has made it possible for you to survive? 
think the um, I think it's a mix. It's a yeah. It's a combination of, of it is. I think a blessing mm. from God what I'm able to do. But um, it has been potentially as well part of the base that we've got in terms of we've, we've built up a fairly good reputation. Yeah, we've built up a fairly good client base as well mm-hmm. that knows what we do, mm-hmm. um, knows that we're able to work through certain things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, that client base has helped. Having a client base that knows that you can diversify a little, that you're not just sort of pop music producers or not just R&B producers, but you can actually record things and master them, um, has helped as well. That You have to be able to diversify. You can't just be on a one-track, mm. one-idea thing or a one-trick a one pony, as it were. You have to be able to diversify. Mm. And I think being able to offer technical expertise in terms of mixing and mastering alone without being a producer um, to put my hat on as a mixing engineer and for Colin to be doing mastering as well has, has, is another string to our bow that's helped um, not just having to offer production services hmm. being able to offer the tail end services as well Obviously, you know, we are going through lockdowns and we've had two and the COVID thing. So how are you finding it in terms of your income? You're a full-time musician, you're self-employed. Uh, within the industry, obviously, theatres are closed, gigs are mm. cancelled, certainly all of mine cancelled to next year. So how are you finding it and what are you doing to sort of stay afloat during this time? Yeah, that has been hard. I mean, obviously, there's the government grants for self-employed people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really grateful that I was honest on my tax returns for the last few years. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> there, there are some people that have not been honest and like they've paid a price this year, you know. Yeah. But I, yeah. I'm, I'm not making a judgment call on them. It's that's yeah. between them and whoever. But um, mm-hmm. so that's been helpful with with the government grants. Um, mm-hmm. With teaching, it did it did stop, but then I did go down the online route of teaching, mm-hmm. and I would say about half of them still Mm. did it like that and then in the summer when restrictions lifted um there was a there was a hesitancy of them coming back because some of them were a bit nervous um but then slowly most people came back so the 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 teaching just kept going really there was there was the dip yeah kept going uh the gigs pretty much were completely stopped although um we just did one recently actually crystal gospel choir did for cancer research uk they wanted an online concert Oh so, yeah, for the, all their um, legacy donors, they're the ones that I've given for years. Yeah. So um, they just said, "Oh, can we do these Christmas songs?" And so arranged them, and then everyone recorded from their home. And then I pulled all those shots in. So we did, you know, those choir grids. People have been. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did one of those, um, and so they had us in their concert. So that was a. It was like a gig. It was like an yeah. online gig. We got one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard though because even yeah. today, somebody said, "Oh, I think that uh, we'll be going into tier two. and yeah. so this particular um, restaurant wanted a jazz duo on Christmas Eve. So I was like, "Oh, great!" But yeah. they just didn't today because they didn't get the tier two. Oh. So it's sti- that's still happening. Yeah. But really, all the weddings from this year have all been pushed into next summer. So I'm kind of trying to 
make most of the time now before that all goes crazy again yeah. so um yeah the, uh, the teaching money the government grants and then alex's uh because he works for college in yeah. the performing arts mm-hmm. so his wage didn't change so for us that was nice steady before just around february of last year you obviously you flew to japan for various reasons mm. and then lockdown happened and you're still in japan right now so how are you coping during lockdown uh, with your music that's and, and also it's a distant thing you're like is it 10 hours ahead of us so right now it's mm. about 10 hour gap isn't it so it's the night time yeah, for you so, nine hours yeah. so it's morning for me night time for you mm. So there's two questions there. How, how, how are you doing through lockdown? And obviously the international transla- uh, uh, connection as well. Well, in terms of work and collaboration, like the wind's been blowing in my favour. We've all been heading in the same direction, haven't we? Everyone's moved online. Yeah. Um, we've all been, well, I, call it, I call it the glass age. I've written a song about it, actually. I'll share that with you, a new one. Okay. Um, you know, these devices... They're sort of like a member of the family now, aren't they? Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> they've, they've moved in. Um, so how do I get by? By a, a daily yoga routine, a daily walk. Sometimes I have to sleep in the day to accommodate. I have felt jet lagged at times, even though I haven't travelled anywhere. Yeah. Just through staying up all night, talking to people in Europe. Yeah. Um, I have a – my next EP – is a is a joint collaboration with a musician in Denmark that was done it's been done completely remotely and i think you can hear in the music the music's developed changed to to fit this working method like i was sending gustav entire songs of guitar and voice and then he was replacing the guitar with other instruments so that's worked well because we don't we're not working live so i can do it it's kind of like a 24 hour shift because while you know while one's working the other one's asleep sort of thing yeah and then i've been doing a lot of songwriting workshops online uh-huh. of about 12 people on the core uh we'll do um, a full day about 10 till 6 a couple of hours in the morning demonstration then a, a break for writing then a couple of hours in the evening where late afternoon evening where we'll share our work so it's, it's been a good thing for you then lockdown no uh, yeah i mean you know it, it, it's hard to remove the, the sadness that's associated yeah. with what, why we're doing this. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, it's hard to remove the fact that so many thousands of families have lost loved ones and are left yeah. heartbroken and torn. And, you know, this is a very challenging time for everyone. Mm. Um, early on in, in, within lockdown, I heard an interview with a guy who'd lived on a submarine and he, his message was, it's all about routine. Right. And I've tried to adopt that. I've, I've got certain rituals, like the morning pages, for example. Every morning uh, when I wake, I write a journal of three pages, mm. just straight off the bat. I'll do like a gratitude diary, just noting down things to be grateful for. You know, I do some technical guitar practice. I do some yoga. I try and my best to eat healthy and stay disciplined. But I do feel this frustration. I feel like everything is sort of preparation or a rehearsal mm. and there's never any real payoff like performance and a connection with people mm. yeah and I think that's the downside to it because I know I'm at home I mean I was working from home before of lockdown but 
as soon as it happened, I felt like I'm being incarcerated. I'm like in a prison, you know, I'm forced to stay in a box and not move. And you can, you can travel so many miles from your home and that's fine. You can't do this. You can't do that. And that sort of side of me where I'm almost, you know, I'm often on a stage isn't, I think I've done about two live shows uh, pre-recorded mainly online <laughs> a whole year. It's been crazy. And I, I, I can't wait to be able to get out and be free again. So, um, but like yourself, you know, it's like having a routine and improving my playing. I mean, that's come up a whole heap. <laughs> I'm trying to practice. <laughs> I really have. <laughs> so that's cool. And yeah, you're right. You know, there, there is a downside to lockdown. Of, you know, there, it's, it's been terrible for many, many people. And certainly my family, my extended family has been a couple of people who've had caught COVID. Obviously they've recovered, not had any deaths. So that's been a good thing, you know, in that respect, but not the same for other, other families, really. Well, somehow you've managed to survive so far through lockdown with the COVID. Has that been the case? Yeah. Um, I think I'm that the... mm, carry on. No, go on. No, you go on. No, no, no. So, what about you? You go first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. Um, I think when the when the lockdown started, uh, I was due, as you know, I was due to get married uh, this year, mm. and there were, uh, I'd gotten to the point actually sort of the whole of 2018 2019 was a very very busy couple of years for me uh work wise and I was getting to the point at the beginning of this year where I just went you know what I'm gonna take some time out I need to take some time for myself just work on what I need to work on vocally work on what I need to work on spiritually physically health wise emotionally mm -hmm. and uh and getting married was uh a massive stress actually i i was really quite <laughs> stressed is, out about this impending is. wedding situation uh oh, so yeah. when Marriages everything are sort of transpired that you know things weren't going in the direction with the with the pandemic that we we were kind of looking looking to the you know varying sides of the world <laughs> watching this kind of flow this way um mm. I was already at a place where I was just like, I need to stop. I need to stop. I can't, I cannot do anything. I just need to, I need to stop. And for the first six weeks of, I'd say actually for the first month of the lockdown, I didn't sing at all. I didn't sing at all. Nothing. Wow. I didn't want to. I took a, you know, every time I took a breath in to sing, I would burst into tears. I just, I just didn't want to. The thing about singing is that it ties into your emotional state so, so much. It's focused mm. all on breath. And if when you breathe in and you key into where you are emotionally and all that comes out is sadness and loss and mourning, you, you just kind of go, I can't, I can't do that to myself right now mm. um so I found the first you know the first bit of it was was difficult and I tell you what pulled me pulled me out of out of it was actually being able to teach my young pupils via zoom and seeing mm. all of these younglings who just were like I really want to have my singing lessons I'm really enjoying having singing lessons I was like yeah I'm really enjoying singing with you as well 
Um, and then I, I ended up, you know, I took a breath in one day, sang some spirituals, took another breath in the next day, sang some mid to late 90s rock female driven led band <laughs> songs, Evanescence, <laughs> My Doubt, No Doubt, all of that sort of stuff. And um, I just went, you know, this is, that's, that's when I went, this is what I have to do. This is, mm. this is how I have to live my life. If I don't sing, then something is missing, totally, totally missing. Um, and then industry-wise, we've just all had to adapt. You know, singing lessons are on Zoom, workshops are on Zoom. You know, you're doing wonderful things uh, with Kafemni, with the, with the group getting people together, even though you can't be together. Um, and I've, I've been fortunate, again, enough to have done a few in-person events and I've done a few online performances and I've worked for a couple of companies this year that I would never have thought mm. that I would ever have worked with. So for example, I did a, a, a children's online recital, uh, an operatic recital for the Royal Albert Hall, which was amazing, which was lots of very, you know, stressful to, to do in your own basement or by yourself. <laughs> uh, but I, just brilliant to be able to work with a, with a company like that, that I've not actually really worked for or with before. Uh, so opportunities have popped up because of uh, mm. the, the situation that we're all in, uh, that I, uh, I have been yeah, very lucky to have, have pop up. That's absolutely fantastic. It sounds like, although... COVID and lockdown has been a negative for many and for all of us there's been a really positive side to it as well for you and for other musicians that I'm speaking to mm. who, who have managed to do you think that's something to do with your personality type which has just decided that you've got to keep going you've got to make this work it is your business you know you can't just um, give up and die type thing do you think that's something to do with personality I know there is also the other element of opportunities but opportunities and some things came together. I don't know if you know what that thing was for you. Do you know, I'm, I'm not quite sure what that thing was for me. I'm a great believer in everything that you do leads you to the next moment. So at the, the, the first thing that I did sort of lockdown wise was a children's, um, a children's singing lesson for English touring opera that went online on YouTube. And from that, I think I then, that's how the Royal, Royal Albert Hall saw me. And oh. a friend of mine who worked there at the Royal Albert Hall, they were looking for somebody else to do one of those recitals. So suggested me, I did that, which then led to, and there, you know, there are, there are things like that, pathways like that, where it's the magic of, YouTube it's the magic of being sort of around and in the ether um, yeah. in a way that I never have been before I am very shy about social media I'm not on YouTube really I uh, I took a massive Twitter hiatus as they call it I just came off Twitter at the beginning of the pandemic I just knew that I needed to the only voices that I needed to have around me were the the voice in my head the voices of those immediately around me and I didn't want to have to 
it sounds really selfish, but I, I actually just needed some, I needed some silence um, and time to process things in my own way and sit with my own thoughts and my own feelings. Uh, and wonderfully, um, that's, that's made me feel quite, you know, I, yeah. I feel quite chipper and quite confident about what I'm doing. I don't have any sort of like, you're not doing such and such, you're not doing such and such, and this is yeah. what's happening. Um, but at the same time, doing things that do go out into the into the internet and into that ether has enabled more people to see what I do that may never have noticed me before, uh, just because you know I, I wouldn't have been on their on their radar. So how have you fared through lockdown, you know, in terms of your business or your, your business? Well, in terms of this, I mean, it's been it's been devastating all around, really, because mm. all my shows got moved to this year. Then they got moved to next year. And it's like, OK, you start and, and, and you know, I work with Jules as well. So once it double being double, you know, two jobs again. Yeah. My gigs, his gigs. And that's how it's roll. I've always kept my work going. People always think, oh, she only works for Jules. Wrong. Yeah. I do. I work with Jules, but I also keep a band going, yeah. and I also have my own independent albums that I record, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know, me and Jules are great. We work like that, and you know, just make sure that the diaries yeah. match. You know, what yeah. I mean? and then, yeah. then 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 things can happen. Yeah. Um, but this lockdown has been quite interesting. Like I said, mm. we came out um in March last year, and not thinking anything that was going to last as long as it has mm. and has been as devastating and the loss that we've experienced and the emotions that we've gone through with all that's, you know, in, enveloped as, as the months have gone on. Yeah. I have um, welcomed the, the break. I've taken it out of the bad, the good, the, the good for me was time out, yeah. which I haven't had for, dare I say, I've been on that treadmill for a very long time, um, just working because I'm fortunate to have the work. So, hey, I'm a woman of a certain age. I got to work it until I got to kind of work with no more. And, uh, you know, like, well, yeah, well, don't, that's the way it is. And you yeah. got to be real. You yeah. got to be real yeah. until such a time you, you work it, you bank it, because that's going to be when it, when it, when you can't go, when the high heels don't work no more and the knees are gone, go home. Yeah. And you've got something, you've got something there, you got that's it. Yeah. So I've been on a treadmill for a very long time, and the, it was a it's a welcome break. I thought it was just gonna be like forever, you know, not very long. Yeah. It's gone on for a year and a half now, more or less. And I've done little bits and pieces in between, but not compared to what we normally do. Yeah. I started out writing again. I mean, I write all the time. I got that many notebooks, it's ridiculous. I don't yeah. know which one, everyone you open, there's a poem in there. There's a piece of, there's, there's drama going on those pages, yeah. songs, what have you. I, when we came out of the, when we, when we came, when we went to lockdown, I just released my 20th album, mm. Love Was Here. I released it in January, January 24th. All the day, you know, everything was planned to go yeah. and whatever, lockdown. So mm. that album never actually got a chance to be toured at all. Mm. Um, and it's kind of difficult now because here I'm going to go next year's like, can I warrant still touring that album? Do I want? I mean, funny enough, last night we had an order come through because, you know, I sent to the website. Yeah. And an order came through for Love Was Here. And I thought, oh, somebody wants it. Yeah, maybe I'll go back and, you know. So <laughs> it's still, it's there's an album there that 
as didn't haven't seen the light today, really. Yeah, yeah. Whereby there's a lot of people have written two, three albums within this lockdown. That's great. Unfortunately for me, I don't have that setup here. Mm. You know, I can't. I don't have the the equipment, and I, I'm not versed that way. That's another thing one needs to learn when you're starting the industry. Become versatile in your yes. instrument. Learn something, my dear. Yeah. I will. I, I, you see, I'm I'm a team player. Yeah. And I'm team. And I say that because I sing and I write the songs, and I let the keyboard player. That's his job. Everybody has a role. That's oh, the way we. Every. I'm sharing it. I've always shared it that way. If I was to do it all myself, then you know. But now I realize maybe I should have done it all myself because I would have done another album. But that's <laughs> by the by. Doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. But that's how I've always worked. Yeah. It's proven to be a little bit of a, a setback because here I am in lockdown. But it doesn't stop me from writing. It doesn't stop me from holding the phone and singing a melody into it. So I've been doing that anyway. Yeah. And catching up on my family and friends and stuff like that. And then, you know, time in the house. I mean, I've been here, I mean, 15 years. I'm seeing it. This is the first time I'm actually seeing it. Really, it's an entirety of it. Oh, what's this? Oh, what's that? You know, oh, I could change that. Never yeah. thought about that before. No, no. Never been here. You're constantly oh, on the road. Yeah, I was on the road. So it was. It, it's been good to be to have. A, thank God, I have a base. Yeah. I have a home. Yeah. yeah. So all those things, I'm so grateful for. I have a home. Lock that door and a nice little garden, and yeah. that's me. Yeah. So I've I've managed it that way, and um, you know, the pandemic did did rock my world badly because. My brother got hit with it in New York. He lives in New York and and it got very close, very close indeed. I was fortunate that I had a cousin that was a nurse in that very same hospital. And God bless George. He would go into the room, into my brother's room, and he'd surreptitiously switch his phone on so that Rob, so I could see what was going on in that yeah. ward, yeah. on that ward. And I saw Robert and I saw him on the machine, oh. not the machine, on, on, the, on the, the, the breathing thing. Yeah. And I saw the struggle for breath. And I went through this last year, March, April, May, June was the hardest of my life mm. because I'm here in this country and I'm on the line and I can't get to them. At the same time, my dad, mm. my dad, was not good and he was robert's main carer oh and i say main carer i'll leave it at that um in terms of um you call uh, the, the, between my brother that the connection yeah the, my dad and my brother that was that was a circle that's what yeah. i had robert yeah. was filling me in with it when robert went down my dad as poorly as he was was aware of what was happening and then I, I tell you, I can't even, I, I don't even want to go back there. Mm. I've re- and, and that's when I, I was writing ferociously because I was documenting stuff that was going on. Yeah. Um, and Robert came out, he, he, you know, he, he, he's got long COVID to a point where he had diabetes, but not as bad. And it sent it right into full on, full blown needle time. You know, yeah. one of the, one of his, 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 his legs was, was badly affected. Mm. He thought he might have lost that that foot. Thank God they worked on it and they managed to, you know. Mm. Um, so another stuff happened, you know, and and Robert came out and my dad and then I saw got to see my dad and, and my dad changed over that time, and he came out. Robert came in June and July. My dad died, oh, and so yeah, a lot of stuff's gone on. A lot, yeah. you know, time spent here 
wasn't just spent. A lot of, you know, I had, I'm so glad I had a home mm-hmm. and I wasn't touring and running around. Yes, because you, you have know, to be I thinking was, about cancelling engagements and yes, flying yeah, across. Yes. I was and, here, yeah. yeah, I was here. And then, of course, all this lockdown business was going on. And then I was fortunate enough, you know, do I go, father die? They shipped his body home to Jamaica. And I went, that's it, I've got to go, I've got to go. I've always been with my father. I, you know, my dad, always my trips to Jamaica, like, endless my times I documented everything every time I was in Jamaica I got him here on phone calls on my phone in the kitchen cooking me taunting him where you cook <laughs> why don't you leave me alone conversations we've had yeah. I recorded with my father wow and so I have those memories I have those things mm-hmm. and I managed to get out to Jamaica they um for the August and I went into lockdown in Jamaica for four, two weeks. I took my sister with me. Yeah. And, you know, girl, I had the, it, we've had holidays in our lifetime. If you can call it, I went to bury my dad. What a holiday. Oh my God. I went there and all of a sudden it was so strange. Yeah. It was so strange. Yeah. We went to this little hotel and all the COVID, everything, the rules were great. Everything sorted out. Small little thing. Back down to the, to, to the beach. So there was on the beach and it was, it was, it was wonderful. And I had time to think about my father because what was important was I was on the island where my father was now. Yeah. And I was on the island and that was what was important to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt like I was with him and a lady in that sea girl as light on the sun for yeah. hours. I never come out till me and my sister, we were, we were so dark and gorgeous. <laughs> I, and then, and, and the beach, and then they the come around with a jelly coconut. I yeah. went buy it and then I would get the white rum and we chuck it. It was all going on. <laughs> At one point, I thought, am I here to mourn my dad or what? What's going on? I said, no. I said, no. This is what my father would have wanted. Yeah. This yeah. is a holiday. Come, come, girl. Come. Yeah. This is what I want. And yes. it was it was sad, but also beautiful because mm. I was able to go and say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. And the day before lockdown, I broke the rules because we had two weeks quarantine. We'll take that bit out of the recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I say, but without leave the room, left it, I don't care. Leave it in because it was only a day. Okay. <laughs> it was only a day. It was very important. Yeah. I wanted to go and see him in the funeral home. Oh, okay. And I was, he was going to be buried the next day and I wanted yeah. to see him without the crowds. Yeah. And I went in my girl and I sang Peace in the Valley oh, wow. to my dad. Oh. Just me and him. And they let me in. They let me in, and I just stood there, and I, I, you know, it didn't look like my dad, but it was my dad. Yeah. And you know, it, yeah. And you know what? We, it, I've never lost a family member. Mm. And here I am at my great age, being learned this lesson. And I held, I held my ground. I held it. I held it because I'm my father's daughter, mm. and he know how to hold him ground, <laughs> and he did. And I, hey. And I, 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 that's me, that's me and yeah. G, that, that's the father I had, you know, and yeah. I love that man daily. And yeah, I love that man daily. And I had to get there and I quarantined for the two weeks and I came out and then, and then the Monday, buried him on the Saturday, flew home on the Monday, came back here, locked down again, <laughs> locked me down. Yeah, and it was yeah. all very nice. Yeah. And then come back, locked down. 
in England. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah but it was September, came back here on the first of September. Yeah. And it's been what it's been ever since, you know. Yeah. It's been yeah. what it's been ever since. I'm telling you, careers and life and what have you, when stuff like that happens, yeah. you really get a real sense of what it's all about. Yes. You really do. And if anything, I've learned, I've, I've grown up, I don't know, you know, you kind of get a balance of things that are important, mm. that are not so important. And you drive, we sort of drive ourselves so hard to achieve things. Give yourself a break. Yeah. Back off. Yeah. Breathe. It's been rough for musicians. It's been a setback. It's brought changes and new ways of working. However, my biggest takeaway from today's episode is if you need to stop and rethink your way forward, it's definitely worth doing as you've heard from my guests and it's also been my experience too. I hope this episode will help you to continue making your way forward in the industry and for you to continue doing what you do best which is to make and perform great music. By the way, if during this time you find you're struggling with getting paid for your work, then I have 10 tips to help you with getting paid. It's called 10 reasons why they will pay you before gig day. You can download the sheet from successbeyondthescore.com forward slash get paid before gig day. The link is also in the description. So that is www.successbeyondthescore.com forward slash get paid before gig day. And the link is in the description. See you next time.